Welcome to another episode of Money You Should Ask, where everyone has something they can teach you. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. In this episode, we are going to explore why we do what we do when it comes to money. As a CPA for the past 30 years, wait, let me say 25 because that makes me sound younger. I have seen it all when it comes to money and emotions. And if you think I'm talking about my clients, I'm not. I'm talking about myself. My relationship with money has been, and sometimes still is, an emotional roller coaster. Maybe that's something you're also familiar with. Good news. You and I are not the only ones. Our next guest is going to share their money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges as well. Buckle your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Our next guest is Kelsey Davies. As a content creator, psychic medium, actress, singer, and dancer, she has gained more than a million followers across all social media platforms. She currently has three singles called Done, Darker, and Heartbeats, and has an app called Kelsey Davies Haunt Escape. She hosts the podcast In Talk Cicated, where she and her guests talk about conspiracies, ghost experiences, mysteries, and much more. Kelsey is a frequent collaborator of Pride House LA, and has appeared on countless short films. Kelsey, so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> it's exciting. We're going to talk about money. <laughs> money. Money, money, money. <laughs> so is money something that, you know, now you've got success, you've got a presence. Is money something that you have to worry about? I feel like you always should worry about money just to make sure you're not overspending and make sure that you are, you know, investing it very wisely when you are making money. But I struggled with money for a long time growing up. My family, we didn't have a lot, you know, it was just very like precious, you know, you just kind of like have a different view on money and making it. I don't know, even making money, I still find myself buying clothes from Target. Like I try not to spend my money on things I feel like aren't necessarily what I feel like I need. Yeah. So I definitely am so grateful to be financially stable where I am right now. Now, do you ever catch yourself like when you're buying something at Target or when you're just thinking about things and you're like, oh my God, I'm on a budget. I've got to stay really close to the vest. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, wait a minute. I'm actually in a pretty good place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like surprising, honestly. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm like, wow, actually, I'm fine. You know, like it's a different mindset, honestly. And it's very humbling being able to grow up because a lot of people grow up with money around them and stuff. And that's totally fine. But a lot of people don't. So it's just a whole different way of even making friends. You just like see their values, what they value as a person, what they value as in finances and stuff. And it's so different. It's just a different mindset. Yeah. Were your parents, did they talk about money when you were a kid? Were there fears and anxieties that they shared with you or or that you picked up on? Like what was that growing up without a lot of money? Yeah. Well, I always had like my psychic gifts. So I always kind of knew if something was going on, they wouldn't argue in front of us. They wouldn't ever make us worry about it, but we would. 
they would say things like, oh, we can't afford that, but let's try this one. You know, this is the store brand or I have coupons for this. We would just make do and we never would throw fits if we couldn't get something. I think that they described it in a way for us not to worry, but to be aware. We can't do some things that other people do. We can't go places that other people go. But they definitely gave us everything they could growing up. And I'm so, so grateful for that. But they would stress, you know, you could just feel it. They would going through their bills and the IRS and everything like that. And it would be stressful for them. So I just hope that I don't get to that point and hope that they can remain financially, you know, stable because it does cause stress in your life. Like it's money can't buy happiness, but it definitely helps. <laughs> <laughs> it can help take the edge off. Yes. It helps take the edge off. Now, did your family vacation a lot? When we could, we would go to like Catalina Island, you know, every year for a camping trip. That was like our big trip because it was pricey, but we never really got to go out of the country or anything like that. So I think now I'm starting to travel and do stuff because we weren't able to do that then. But I'm so excited just to see the world now. Yeah, that's awesome. So as a five-year-old, as a six-year-old, what did Kelsey foresee her future to be, right? You have this gift, but was there like, I'm going to be a ballerina? Or was there some memory that you have of how life was going to turn out when you got older? Yeah, I didn't expect all this. I knew I would be somewhat in the public eye. I would always just know I wanted to entertain. I wanted to be out there. You know, I wanted to put myself out there. I feel like I was very shy when I was little and very in my shell. I didn't really get to be my authentic self. Mm -hmm. So now coming into this and being able to share who I am, my journey as an entrepreneur, as an entertainer, as a psychic medium, you know, it's just so great to be able to like share that with everyone. And I don't know, I just feel like when I was younger, I kind of knew I would be out there. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I would be an actress and stuff. I remember even saying like, I wanted to be a gymnastics coach when I was little because I was in gymnastics. And I ended up being one for a while and stuff. And that wasn't (laughs) quite I was like, this is great. But like, Eh, I'd rather do something else. So I think my five-year-old self would be proud. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now you had a friend, if I remember, a friend inspired you to do TikTok and all that kind of stuff. And are you still friends with that person and are they still TikToking? Yes. So his name is Omar Gosh TV on YouTube and he would always be kind of a mentor for YouTube. And I was a fan of him originally. So I was a big fan. I went to his fan meetup and stuff. And then we just started talking. And I think he knew that I was wanting to do what I wanted to do, like with YouTube and everything. I think that he saw my potential. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would look past that. And I'm so grateful that he did because he would mentor me through YouTube what to do. And then he would be like, hey, you should start doing TikToks. Like people are really doing that, you know, and I think that you'd be great at it. You dance, you do all this stuff, you know, and I was like, okay, like I started just doing it here and there. And we went to Spring Hill Cemetery in Florida and he had a haunted doll. And I remember that. And I was like, I kind of want like a haunted doll, (laughs) a haunted item. When I was driving in the car, I was just like thinking about it. And I was like, I remember that doll he had. That was interesting. I was like, I kind of want one. So then I got Lola, my haunted doll and my TikTok just blew up. 
after that. So I'm so, so grateful for everything and the community I've built and the business I've built, you know. Do you ever get scared of having a haunted doll? Like, have you ever worried that Lolo's going to do something that's like on the darker <laughs> side? I mean, I know you play into the darker side, but do you ever wake up and going, all right, Lolo, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So when I first got here, I was I was scared. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Like, I wasn't really tapped into my mediumship as much as I am now. So I was just kind of like, what if this actually isn't a good spirit? You know, what if this is a bad spirit? What if I'm bringing something bad in? You know, I was pretty scared. Lola didn't really like me at first either. So she would kind (laughs) of knock things off shelves. She would move her dolls. She would do things to like, let me know she was there. And like, she's here to stay. She's like, respect me. So I... (laughs) started respecting her more and understanding that she was human. She was alive. She's a spirit and she deserves respect. She's not just a ghost, a spooky ghost. You know, she's definitely has her human emotions still and everything. So we just started connecting. She helped me with my mediumship and I don't know. I see her now and I don't get scared anymore. Like my boyfriend's Mm -hmm. seen her too and he didn't believe in ghosts until he saw her standing in my room (laughs) and he explained exactly what she looked like. And I was like, okay, you saw her. That's interesting. So I think that we've both just come to love Lola. And I feel like a lot of people out there as well. (laughs) That's so cool. And how does somebody that feels like they might have that connection to the spirit world I mean, hopefully watching your videos, listening to your podcast will help people to figure out how they can connect more. But there is a community out there. How do people find that? Yeah, so there's a lot of communities. It depends on the creator and every community is different. Even as like an entrepreneur, building your community is very, very important. And you can tell a lot about the creator by the community that they've built. There's a lot of toxic communities out there that I've come across that have bullied me, have called me crazy, have just been really, really aggressive. And then there's other Mm -hmm. communities who are super open to it and just here to listen to people's experiences and believe them. Like it just have an open mind, I guess. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to create this community online. Even my comments, my comment section is a community in my eyes. It's just people interacting with each other, people sharing their experiences, people coming in, being positive. Like if someone comes in and starts bullying other people, I just block them. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm all for speech and whatnot, having your own opinion. There's a difference between being skeptical and being just closed off and being rude. So there's a big difference there. Like, of course, I allow skepticism. Like that's a whole part of it. Yeah. That's a whole part of the journey is being skeptical of things and finding that proof and stuff. But there's a difference. Like if you just go out and want to spread negativity, it's just not something that I'm here for and not something that I want to read every day in my comments, just people being so nasty. Yeah, absolutely. There's enough going on in the world. Let's try and find the positivity and connection for sure. Please. (laughs) So I'm curious, If you have a haunted or spirited ghost doll, I would imagine you don't really have to budget a whole lot of money for them, right? Like they don't cost a lot. They don't add to your budget or do they? It depends. 
some people do collect haunted items. So they definitely spend a good amount. They're antiques, a lot of them. So, of uh-huh. course, some of them will be more pricey. Lola was like, I think she was like $70, her doll was. Okay. I don't want to say Lola because right. rude. <laughs> but I think she was like $70 or something. So they're honestly not too expensive, but it's a whole spirit with it. Yeah. It's a whole ball game once you get that. So you got to make sure you get like a nice, friendly spirit. <laughs> yeah. If you want that in your house. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So switching back to money for a second, do you budget without Lola? Do you track stuff? Are you, you know, clocking? Yeah, I spend a thousand dollars a month in food. I mean, do you pay attention to that stuff most of the time or do you not really have to focus? I always focus on it no matter what. I remember running out of money and having none. And I remember being at a CVS, I ran out of money. I couldn't get my face washed. I had to give them like all these coins. And it was like, I was holding up the line. It was really embarrassing for me. And I just didn't ever want to get to that point again. So I definitely do budget my money. I have enough money, you know, for my rent. I put it to the side. I'm like, okay, I need this for rent. I need this for taxes because they take a large portion of your taxes, which sucks. Yeah. You know, I have never made this much money. So I am trying to learn how much goes to taxes, how much goes to rent, how much goes to my publicist, how much goes to investments in my career, my equipment, my laptop, everything like that. So I definitely do budget. And I definitely think that no matter how much money you're making, you should always budget and be smart with it and not just overspend because that's when people lose it. Yeah. Money's valuable. It is. And do you try to make sure that you put aside 10% or 5% that pay yourself first or making sure that it's put away so that you live on the other 90%? Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, you know, it'll be deposited. And then in my mind, I'm like, okay, it says this much, but actually it's this much. Right. I can't look at it and be like, oh, I have this much money to spend. No, like I budget it. I make sure I want to travel. I want to do things too. I want to go places. So I set aside, like I kind of put it in categories in my head. I'll like calculate it on my calculator. Okay, I have this much, like I can spend this much, but I need to save this much. So it's definitely no matter how much money you're making, I guess a good way is to put it in categories. Absolutely. I think that's great. They have like the envelope system and all kinds of different ways to keep it in categories. Now, when you started making more money, was the foundation of starting to save and do these things from stuff you learned as a kid? Or did you seek out advice and people helped you and said, hey, maybe do this? Or was it again, something that you just felt intuitively, this is the direction I need to go in? A lot of intuitive And just seeing my parents and hearing their advice. And my mom would always tell me, she always calls me about taxes and stuff because she's had struggles with the IRS and had struggles with like the house mortgage and all that stuff. So it was just a lot of stress that she had that she's kind of like, I don't want you to go through this too. So she'll definitely guide me and help me with things like that as well. And make sure I'm budgeting, make sure I'm smart with my money. She doesn't want me to ever get into a pickle. So she's definitely been a big help. I've also had some like accountants and tax advisors just like kind of telling me different things, what to do with if I need an S-corp, if I need a different way of tax stuff. 
I don't know all the technical terms. Like right. I'm not, <laughs> I always <laughs> yeah. get confused when they're talking to me, but I've definitely had guidance in that way. So I recommend, you know, talking to an expert who's good at accounting and stuff like that, because I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> so no, that's great. I kind of screw myself over. No, that's great. <laughs> And do you remember any phrases that your mom or dad ever said when you were a kid, like money doesn't grow on trees or like, were there any little mantras that you got to be reminded of as a kid? Yeah, basically money doesn't grow on trees, just stuff like that. It was more experience for me and just being very observant of what was going on in the house and all that. So I think they taught just by their experiences, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that having the gift, the psychic gift, that that gives you more confidence in things, whereas somebody else might be like, oh, I'm really worried about that. There might be somewhere that you're just a lot more trusting or trusting yourself. Yes, I definitely feel like I know. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know everything. Like, that would be crazy if I knew freaking everything. (laughs) But I definitely have an idea of where my life will be and what's going to come about. I do have a confidence because of it for sure. And I feel like even my friends asking, like it gives them a sense of relief just knowing because I've been very accurate with all my friends. Just when they're struggling and stuff, like I always see the lighter side of it. And I'm like, why can't you see this? It gets frustrating because I see it, but they don't. Yeah. So it's very very relieving to see me older and stuff. If I'm having anxiety, if I'm like, am I going to die today? You know, but then I see myself older with kids and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm okay today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be good. I can travel. I can do my stuff. Like it does definitely. It's a weird thing, but it helps. (laughs) Yeah, no, I imagine. Well, it makes me think, you know, I saw in, I'm going to just make sure I read it right, but I saw in an article or an interview you did, they named that you wanted people to embrace their sexuality and be their unapologetic self. Yeah. And that takes a bit of confidence. And that's a scary thing for a lot of people. Yes. To embrace yourself unapologetically, including sexuality. And again, I'm curious where that foundation of confidence and that desire to push that out in the world. Yeah, I feel like there's so much hate in the world. And with the LGBTQ plus community, there is a lot of hate and there's a lot of judgment and there's a lot of different beliefs. You're going to hell for this and this. And it's just like, that's not how it works. Like in my mind, I'm just like, I don't understand why God or whoever would create us to be like, even in animals, like a lot of animals, there's homosexuality there. It's crazy. Like, It's in nature, you know, so it's just like, it's just part of it. It's part of being human. Like, it's just, I don't know if they have the same sex. I don't get why it's such a big deal to other people. So I think it's always good to embrace yourself and who you are truly deep down. I came out as pansexual because I don't know with my psychic stuff, I just see the good in everyone. And I see so much deeper than the surface, you know, and I see their soul, basically, like I just feel it. I feel their soul. And if I really connect with someone in their soul and they happen to be in a female body that's just like me, I'm like, I don't think that's wrong. Right. It's just like, I don't really see like a gender with that. It's more of like who they are on the inside. And I just feel like, I don't know, I think the world just needs to chill. (laughs) Yeah. Take a chill pill because (laughs) why would being gay affect 
your I don't know, I don't want to go into religion, but why would it affect you going to heaven and stuff if you're a good person, if you spread positivity into this world? So I just I always believe just be your authentic self, be positive. We're all on this earth together. We're all going through it. Yeah. But it takes two seconds to say, have a good day. Yeah. Like it just takes a second just to add some positivity. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm wondering for you personally, if you could share maybe a struggle or two that you had, because people out there listening, wow, Kelsey's got it all together. She almost knows everything. She's pretty amazing, (laughs) right? And everybody has their struggles. Yes, everyone has their struggles. I've definitely struggled. Mental health struggles a lot. I was very depressed back in the day. I had very suicidal tendencies. I didn't want to be here. I just didn't understand myself. I didn't feel like I could be myself. I didn't feel like people accepted me if I was myself. With the psychic stuff, with the being pansexual, with all that, you know, I just felt like I wasn't accepted. And I was always very quiet growing up. I was a total introvert, like at school, if anyone. (laughs) She was a girl that sat in the hallway by herself. Like she was kind of weird. She was in advanced drama and art and all this stuff. I was just different. But I don't know. I just wanted to come online and share all that with people because I'm very open about it. (laughs) Like, I just want to share my struggles and my journey with others to maybe help them, help guide them in some way. And so they know that you're not alone. You can get past it. You can move forward. You can do whatever you set your mind to. You can manifest your abundance, your success you can create your own reality. Like it's just a different mindset. And I just hope that I can help others in some way. Yeah. I was going to say, what is your legacy or the impact that you want to have? I think that's what you're speaking to is it's not that you're giving permission, but letting people know, do what you need to do. Right. And maybe that's giving permission, but (laughs) I think there's a lot of people out there that don't give themselves permission to actually be their unapologetic selves. Right. And it's like the family you grow up in, like they have a big impact on you. So if you have kids and stuff, just be accepting of who they are. Don't force them to be a certain way. I feel like society is just like forcing people to do different things. You have to be this way. You have to be this weight. You have to look this certain, you know, like it's just really sad that society has changed so much to the point where it's just like, oh, if you're not rich, if you don't have money, like you're not going to get anything. It's just like a weird standard that they put. And I'm like, that's created. Like, we're not stuck there. We are worthy. Like, I think that's something I had to convince myself for a long time is that I am worthy of success. I am worthy of making money. Like, I didn't feel like I was worthy of it. And how do you feel now? I definitely feel like, you know, what? I've worked so, so hard for this and I've been positive every step of the way. I haven't burned any bridges and I just feel like I definitely do deserve it. And I am worthy, you know, like I just feel like I'm always grateful and so humbled by it. And so I don't know, just having people who support me so much, it's just like so heartwarming to me. But It's just like I found that confidence finally in myself and that acceptance part where I'm like, okay, I earned this. Like I do deserve this, you know? Absolutely. Well, I love that you speak to that piece about finding the confidence. I think for a lot of people, they will wonder, am I ever going to get there? Am I ever going to get there? Do I get to, and it's not that we ever arrive, but hopefully at some point there can be a calmness or a grounding of 
Like, it's going to be okay. Right. Right. I got this. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Basically, if you just look at like there's affirmations you can say. I don't know who's into affirmations, but it's just a good thing to put into the universe to say every day to yourself or to other people. You know, it's just like, I am worthy of this. I am successful. I am abundant. I am happy. You know, you can just say things to yourself every day just to motivate yourself. Like, I am going to get this job today. Like, you just have to kind of live in it. That's a great way to manifest. I definitely believe in manifesting your goals. I feel like energy is so powerful. Yeah. And if you put that energy in and that hard work, you will get in a positive way. You yeah. will get what you need if you go at it, you know, at a different perspective. Absolutely. I think affirmations are great. I think we can choose happiness. I think we can choose to have a positive life. It takes a little effort sometimes. Yes. And certainly we can change that mindset. Doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> That's for sure. Does not happen overnight. Well, Kelsey, we are at the Fast Five. And the Fast Five are sponsored by Acorns, where you can invest, spare change, bank smarter, save for retirement, and more. For more information, check out the show notes. All right, Kelsey, here we go. We're just going to down and dirty. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready. All right. What was the last purchase you returned to a store? Like you bought a shirt or you bought a... I think it was pants <laughs> that I from Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't like them or... They were too big. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost weight, so they I got the wrong size. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing or a bad thing. It doesn't, right? It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Is there any one thing about money and finances that gives you anxiety? Taxes. Every day. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) All right. What would you spend money on without needing any justification? Food. Food? (laughs) (laughs) How would you describe your relationship with money now? Good and bad. <laughs> like it's a love and hate relationship, you know? <laughs> Still a little bit of a roller coaster. Yes. A little up and down. For sure. All right. What's the most annoying question you get as a psychic medium? Who's around me? Who's dead around me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. That's just kind of weird. <laughs> I get it, but I'm like, there's not just like, you know what I mean? It's just. Kind of weird to ask that. <laughs> yeah, I would feel weird asking that. I'll answer, but I'm just like, oh, I guess <laughs> I have to talk to a dead person right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, wow. Let's stay in the presence, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, so we are at our M&M moment, our sweet spot, our money and motivation. Is there a practical tip or a piece of wealth wisdom that you use in your personal life? I guess just... Go into it with a positive mindset, always with money. Money doesn't equal power. And I hope that people don't think that because I feel like once some people get into a lot of money, they find that or they think that they have this power over other people. But money doesn't allow that superiority. We're all human. We're all equal. And I think that money, it's an object. It is a way of life. We do need it, of course, but I don't think it should ever allow yourself to get cocky about it, for lack of a better term. Like, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of people turn into a-holes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like with a lot of money. You know what I mean? And it, it sucks. I'm like, 
that's not how it works. I feel like there's a lot of different ways to make money and without stealing, without theft, without being a scammer, you know, there's a lot of different ways. And I feel like you just need to have that positive way. It'll make you happier too. And it'll make you know that I earned this. I deserve this. It's just a better way of thinking about it. Absolutely. I think money or lack of money just amplifies who you are. Yes. In the present, right? Doesn't yes. mean you can't do work and change. But if you if you're not such a nice person without money, you're probably not gonna be such a nice person with money. Right. But uh, <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Well, Kelsey, I love having this conversation. My takeaway is that what I didn't hear when you talked about growing up without a lot of money, I didn't hear a lot of blame. I didn't hear about woe is me. I didn't hear a lot about being a victim. I did hear a lot about gratitude. I heard a lot about being appreciative and humbled. And I appreciate this place where you're about bringing in positivity and making space a wider welcome for people to like, let's all thrive Yeah, and not at the expense of other people. And right. I think we need a lot more of that right now because there is a lot of hate out there. Yes, there's room for everyone. There's room for everyone, you know, to grow. It's not like you need to climb over other people to get to the top. There's room for everyone. So I hope that people know that you can rise together. You don't need to push people down or like take their spot or just be malicious about it. Yeah, there's a saying somewhere, it's not pie, like there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. There's so much. There's enough for everyone. Like we got this. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Well, Kelsey, where can people find you online and social media? They can learn about psychic and your videos and your singles and all that good stuff and your podcasts. Yeah. So I have my TikTok, Instagram and Twitter is all Kelsey Davies with two I's and two S's. So it's K-E-L-S-I-I-D-A-V-I-E-S-S. And then my YouTube is just my name, Kelsey Davies. And I have my intoxicated podcast. It's I-N-T-A-L-K-X-I-C-A-T-E-D, intoxicated. I came up with it (laughs) when I was intoxicated. (laughs) Love it. Love it. We'll put all that in there. Well, we will make sure that people come and find you and share the love. And I so appreciate having you on today. It was just such a pleasure. Thank you so much. It was so nice meeting you. Oh my gosh. I had so much fun. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you have a great weekend and we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much. You too. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Did you learn something new about your relationship to money today? Maybe you have a friend who has some financial blocks or beliefs that are holding them back. Please share this podcast so they too can get off the roller coaster ride of financial fears and journey towards financial freedom. To learn how to have a healthy relationship with money, visit themoneynerve.com. That's nerve, not nerd. We'll be back next week with another perspective on money and the emotions that bind us. Blah, blah, blah.